Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 20th of March and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 687 and we travel to Lindisfarne in the north of England and we remember the life of St Cuthbert who died today. Curiously, his legacy and fame seems to have strengthened as time has stretched on. Cuthbert was born in the north of Northumbria, at the same time in which Aidan founded the monastery on Lindisfarne, a small rocky island off the coast of Northumbria. It is difficult to get solid and clear sources about Cuthbert's childhood, but we can say confidently he was born into a wealthy family and he was brought up as a Christian, and as a teenager he was involved in at least one battle as a soldier. When he was 17 years old, he was guarding some neighbour's sheep on the hills and he saw a light descend to earth and then return to the sky. This was an unusual experience that perplexed him and he believed that it was an angel escorting a human soul to heaven. The date was August the 31st, 651 which coincided with the night that Aidan had died, having a profound impact on the young Cuthbert, this led him to seriously considering a monastic vocation. For the next 13 years, he joined the monastery in Melrose in the Scottish borders. And well, men, when Melrose was given land to found a new monastery further south in Yorkshire in Ripon, Cuthbert went with the founding party and was made guest master. When his former teacher and friend died of the plague, however, Cuthbert returned to Melrose, taking up a position of responsibility. He became the prior, who is the assistant to the abbot. In his early thirties, the nearby Synod of Whitby marked a vital turning point in the development in the church in England. Northumbria had mainly been converted to Christianity by Celtic missionaries from Ireland and from the west coast of Scotland. However, after the arrival of Augustine in Canterbury, seen by some as the first foreign mission mandated by the Pope, there was a growing influence of Roman Christianity from the south of England. At the Synod of Whitby, Celtic Christianity and Roman Christianity met. Two accounts of the Synod survive. In the Venerable Bede's Ecclesiastical History of the English People and also in the Life of Wilfred by the monk Edai. The Northumbrian king decided in favour of Rome because he believed that Rome followed the teachings of St. Peter, the holder of the keys of heaven, particularly in line of when the date of Easter was. This would have the effect of bringing the church in England into close contact with the continent. And as a result, the Irish monks of Lindisfarne, with others, went back to Iona. 
The abbot of Melrose subsequently became also the abbot of Lindisfarne, and Cuthbert's administrative role increased. A deeply spiritual man, this would have been at some level a vexation. And moved by a desire for the contemplative life, with his abbot's leave he moved to a spot which has been identified with St Cuthbert's Island near Lindisfarne. And shortly afterwards he moved to the inner Farne Islands, two miles from Bamborough, where he himself gave himself up to a life of great austerity. At first he received visitors, but later he confined himself to his cell and opened his window only to give his blessing. To his dismay, he was elected the Bishop of Hexham, and it was only after a visit from a large group, including King Eckriff, that he agreed to turn and to return and take up the duties of the bishop. But instead, as Bishop of Lindisfarne, swapping with Eta, who went to Hexham instead. However, by the end of the next year, he had resigned and he returned to his hermitage after Christmas Day, where he died today on the 20th of March in the year 687 after a painful illness. He was buried at Lindisfarne the same day, but his remains were removed to escape Viking raids. And eventually he was settled at Durham, causing the foundation of the city and Durham Cathedral. The St Cuthbert Gospel, one of the objects later recovered from his coffin, is the earliest known Western bookbinding to survive. After Cuthbert's death, many miracles were attributed to his intercession, and his shrine at Durham Cathedral became a major, major pilgrimage site throughout the Middle Ages, until it was stripped by Henry VIII's commissioners in the dissolution of the monasteries. Most famously, Alfred the Great, the King of Wessex, was inspired and encouraged in his struggle against the, the Vikings by a vision or dream he had of Cuthbert. Cuthbert became a figure and a rallying point for the rebuilding of England into a cohesive kingdom after the absorption of the Danish populations into Anglo-Saxon society. And Bede the Venerable wrote both a verse and a prose life of St Cuthbert around the year 720. And he has been described as perhaps the most popular saint in England prior to the death of Thomas Becket in 1170. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please join us tomorrow if you can as we look at Pius VII and why was he crowned with an improvised tiara made out of paper mâché. Join us tomorrow to find out. Visit our website for more information at www.pogp.net And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogpod at gmail.com Have a lovely day, wherever you are, and thanks for listening.